0: Thank <smart noise> you. In the park on a Sunday afternoon, me and the crew just jamming the oldie tune, sipping on a cold bottle of brewski. Gabo was quick, he passed it back to me. Right about then, a some other homies Micah, Eli Pete, Jay Smooth, Phil, and Larry busted off the ice chest, Bill popped the cooler. Eli Pete drunk brew, nothing better to do. Micah's cup yo, was filled with burnt. Well, we
1: ain't chilling in the park. It's way too hot here in Sacramento, California to be chilling in the park right now. But we are here on this uh, Sunday afternoon, the CNC Sports Power Hour Double OT with Chris and Chris. I don't have my my co-host today; he's at home. But I do have another host, Jose Ledesma, joining me from uh from his own podcast. Jose, what's up?
0: What's going on, Chris? How you doing, my man?
1: Man, trying to stay cool. It's going to be a hot summer.
0: Oh, man, you ain't never lie. Sacramento's always hot. Man,
1: it's just June, and it's already it's going to be 108 next week. Man, I, I'm not ready for that.
0: You and me both, man. Big big fellas, we don't like the heat, man. We sweat.
1: No, then, uh, I don't. No, then, I don't like it. Nope, and that smud bill pays for it, too, let me tell you, because I've had that AC uh, going all day.
0: Hey, facts. I, you ain't telling a lie, brother. You ain't. It's I going to be on 70 all day, every day.
1: Man, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. But, yeah, Jose, you want to tell them your podcast, just in case people are new and they haven't heard heard about you?
0: Yeah, of course. So, like Chris said, my name is Jose Ledesma. I do have my own podcast. It's a sports podcast, mostly focused around football. Um, it's called The Big Breakdown with Jose Ledesma. Basically, like I said, it's, it's mostly football. I will try to tie in sports at some point, but football is what I know best. And if you are a fan of the Niners, Raiders, right, whoever you are in the NFL, I got you covered. Seven days a week, three sixty-five, all day, every day. It's on all platforms too, by the way, Spotify, Apple, um, Anchor, all apps.
1: Yes, sir. Check him out. He always be having special guests, especially guests like from the 49ers, uh, reporters from the 49ers podcast, people from the 49ers. So Jose loves a lot of people, got a lot of connections out there, a lot of good information. So follow him on all social media, tune into him, share his content, become a fan of his and then going will definitely like his stuff. So we got some good topics for you today. Um, we're gonna be talking yes, NBA, bas- NBA basketball, which is uh, which is in right now. With is obviously in the off season. Baseballs, baseball. Sorry, people don't attack me. Um, so right now, you yeah. know, a- NBA. Hey, I'm just saying, you got the baseball the- baseball diehards to be like, it's
0: baseball season.
1: You know, save that for hey, the summer. You be
0: on the same boat, man. I'm not. I-, I love my Giants. You know what I mean? But I'm not really into baseball like that. So I feel it. I'm on the same boat as you.
1: Save it out for the, for the summer. They have their time in the summer. You know, we give them all the shine when the playoffs come. You know, I can love me some playoff baseball. But right now we got the NBA playoffs in full effect. Uh, we also got, what else are we talking? We'll be talking LeBron. We'll be talking Chris Paul. Interesting point. Interesting uh, interesting topic right now with, uh, with him trying to pursue his first NBA championship. We'll talk about his legacy. Uh, well, obviously we talk about everyone's favorite bad boy, Floyd Mayweather Jr., uh, Money May, Mister Mister Money, after his I'm not gonna say fight, but uh, whatever it was last weekend that, that his he- uh,
0: his, uh, his little training session, little training session.
1: Yeah, with the with Mister TikTok guy, uh, I forget it. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Mister YouTube, Mister YouTube, Mister YouTube, Mister Logan Paul, Paul Logan, whatever, whatever. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about uh, you know is that good or bad for boxing? Um, and let's also get a little off topic. Uh, we'll talk some hip hop. I mean Jose we were talking earlier in the week and we obviously had some differentials in who our who our top MCs were in the hip hop game all time. And we said, you know, we talk a little bit about that and have some fun with that. So we'll be with you for about an hour. Sit back, relax, and um, you know, let's get to it. You ready? Yes, sir. All right. So let's get to the NBA playoffs. Right now, the conference semifinals are in effect. Most um most of the of the series, um, haven't been too close lately. Um, actually, the Bucks tied up the Nets today, which was kind of surprising. I thought the Nets, you know, if the Nets are healthy, they're, they're gonna win the whole thing. Uh, I think but, with,
0: but, with- but that's the thing though. Kyrie got hurt in this game, so now not only are they down Harden, they're also down Kyrie. Kyrie landed on uh, Giannis's leg. Um, during this game, this game four.
1: Yeah, I saw, I saw, I saw it come out. I saw that he was going to come out, and um, that's why I said if they're if they're healthy, if they're healthy, and you got you got Kyrie, Harden, and Durant, no one's beating that team four games. You can say what you want about Harden, you know, Kyrie's a different type of cat, but when they're playing together and they're all on, I mean, I don't know how you beat that team four games. Yeah, it, it's a,
0: it's a hard it's a hard team to beat for sure, but it's. But that's where the problem lies. It's, it's, I know we're not talking football, but just for as a quick example, it's like the Los Angeles Rams where they're super top-heavy. It's the same thing with Brooklyn. Um, and, and one of Brooklyn's things where I think they messed up tremendously the offseason was trading Levert to the Indiana Pacers, who was one of their, their biggest contributors off the bench. Um, and, and right now, you're basically just relying on those three guys to win you games. Well now you're down two and you're and is Kevin Durant gonna carry that roster by himself? I, I don't know. Um I, I don't I don't think so, honestly, because we already seen him run to super teams twice in his career, whether it was to the Warriors with the seventy three and nine record the year before, or now joining Harden and, and, and uh, Kyrie out in Brooklyn. Ouch. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know if Kevin Durant can carry them over Giannis and, and the Bucks. Pr- I don't know.
1: You're pulling out the K D slander pretty early, running to the the Warriors I like that I like that (laughs) not not a a fan of KD at all
0: he's extremely talented I'm a fan of him I'm a fan of him as a shooter he's one of the greatest unstoppable most unstoppable shooters this league has seen because he has guard skills at seven feet tall but outside of that I, I don't respect what he's done and and you can get on me because of LeBron and he left Miami you got to compare them differently. They're not the same situation. LeBron, when he was in Cleveland the first time as a young buck, he, he he took a team that was with Eric Snow and just a bunch of garbage to the finals against the Spurs. And then that's when he decided to leave. Come on, man. You were in Chris a fan He had an OKC. Okay he had James Harden and West, Russell Westbrook, Serge Ibaka. He, he had all these dudes on the roster that were legit stars, up-and-coming stars. And he was like, you know what, fam? I'm outie. I'm gonna join the team that just broke the NBA record for the most wins in a season with Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green, along with uh, Igudala and them. I'm gonna join them, and uh, we're just gonna win because I'm sick of losing to LeBron. But that's kind of what it felt like at the time, especially when it's coming from the Warriors' perspective.
1: No, I, I I get it. I was not a fan of that. I thought that was that was a weak move. Um, I thought I thought you know, I have this argument with people sometimes and it's, it's like, you want to go somewhere where you can test yourself to win. Right. You know, I want to know if I can, you don't want to go somewhere to that, you know, they've already done it and I just get on and do it with them. And, you know, that's why I think people can say what they want about Russell Westbrook. People can say what they want about Damian Lillard. Those guys are dogs. You can tell those guys don't want to go play with nobody. I mean, they want to, you know, they don't want no super teams. You know, they, they they want to do it from the ground up. Right. Guys like guys like right. KD, you know, I mean that's his mindset, you know, whatever. You got to respect his talents, but yeah, I I I can see them getting past Milwaukee. I, I mean, Giannis, you know, Giannis is still a jump shot away from being a superstar if you ask me. Um he has his MVPs, um he's he's a great player, but if he can't get that jump shot down, I mean, all they're gonna do is close the lane on him, and you know then he's forced to just throw up those layups. So like I said he's a jump shot away from being a superstar. Still, I can see uh, Brooklyn getting past them. I think the Seventy Sixers with the healthy Embiid will be a lot more trouble for them.
0: So, so even with the injuries right now, with with these two guys being down, two out of the three, you still are picking Brooklyn over Milwaukee. I. I can see them beating them. If you if if
1: you told me today that those two guys were out for the rest of the series, I'd call it a toss up. Um, okay. I can I can okay. still I can still see them winning, or I can see them losing. Um, I if they advance and they don't have those two guys, there's no way they're beating the Sixers.
0: And 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 that's the other thing too is when it comes to Milwaukee specifically, Giannis, you bringing up him having a potential jump shot, I don't think that's ever going to come. I think if you're a Milwaukee fan and you're holding your breath on him developing that, if he doesn't have it now, it's not going to happen. The dude's already 27, I believe, 26, 27. He's been in the league for almost 10 years. It's not going to happen. Um, it's it's kind of like the Ben Simmons thing. Speaking of Philly, it's like the Ben Simmons thing. They're expecting him to have a jump shot, if he, and he hasn't had one his entire life, so I don't expect him to have one now. He tried to shoot more threes this last year. Um, but it's just that that's not his game. You know, some guys, they can develop it, but it's, it's sometimes you just do or you just don't and and Giannis and Ben Simmons in particular, those guys just don't have that jump shot. And I don't think they ever will. Um, specifically with the series, if those two guys are going to be out, I have Milwaukee because I like the uh, offensively what Milwaukee has over the, the Brooklyn's defense. Brooklyn's defense has already been non-existent in a way because you're relying on KD and them guys to score 30 each. So if those guys aren't there, I just don't see how Brooklyn can keep up with Milwaukee. Um, I, I Honestly, and and to be frank with you, bro, I, I really like Philly's chances, whether it's Brooklyn or Milwaukee coming out, um, out of the series. I, I like Philly a lot. I, I, I kind of have Philly going to the finals from the East. Um, I just like a lot what Philly has done. And I just really like that they brought in Doc Rivers, who really has turned that team around in Philly.
1: Um, I'm a huge Embiid fan. I don't think people realize how good he is until you watch him play. How big he is! I mean, he's a big man. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I used to watch him against Demarcus, you know, and Demarcus was a big man, and and Joel Embiid just towers over him, and he's he's just much bigger. So I mean, he's a legit seven one probably 280, 290 pounds. And, I mean, he's got post moves. He can shoot. He can put the ball on the floor. When he's rolling, he's he's probably the the, the not the next Shaq, but is, is agile a big man as I've seen since Shaq in his prime.
0: Right. No, yeah. Embiid is definitely a special dude. It's just my biggest problem with Embiid is he's never – I don't want to say this without sounding bad – Embiid has always played at a level when either he wants to or if he's healthy. That's always been my issue with him. Like He's had this hype around him since coming out of Kentucky where he was he's expected to be the next Shaq or the next great big man. But, for instance, him being in the MVP race, my problem is you can't be in the MVP race if you're missing 20, 30 games a year. Right. Um, and that's just how I feel about it. Um, and beat is just, that's just been his whole story. That's, you know what I mean? Nothing about that of his career has changed. He's always had inconsistency with his health um, where, it, but if he can do that from at least three fourths of a season, 75%, 80% of a season, then I'll, I'll give it to him. But he's been doing it kind of at like 60% of the season. Um, you no, know, I, and I, I agree. Point. You
1: got, you got, you got to be healthy to, you know, to be in that MVP race and throughout his career, he hasn't been, you know, a steady, very consistent at staying healthy all season. So that's that's one thing he's gotta work on. Um speaking of the other team against the Sixers, the Hawks, I, I like the Hawks. I think they're a good young team. Picking up Bogdanovich from the Kings was a huge, huge play for them. Um he's been he's been great. And Trey Young, man. I, I wasn't a fan of Trey Young. I still don't know if I am a fan of Trey Young, but that boy can play. He got heart and 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 he can play.
0: Yeah, Atlanta Atlanta is is a fun team. That that's exactly where they are and that's where I'm going to leave it at. They're a fun team. They're not a team you're going to ever expect to, to win, go to the finals and win or make it deep in the playoffs. They're a fun team. They they shoot a lot of threes. You know, they have a lot of, you know, I mean, wow play with Trey Young and Bogdanovich. and you know, I mean, it's a it's a young fun team. That that's where they're at. It was it's the 76ers about two or three years ago. You know, they're a fun young team. And until they get real coaching and until they get a real star besides Trey Young there, I don't see them making it past farther than the second round.
1: So so, um, you, so you don't think Trey Young could be the number one on a championship team?
0: It, 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 I, I don't know because Trey Young, let's be honest, nobody on that team besides Clinton Pella truly plays defense. Like Clint Capella is the only dude that plays defense. So you, if you're a championship team, you got to have at least two or three guys that legitly play defense. Not not fifty percent of the time, but legitly play defense. Um, and and that's where Atlanta's at. He can be a number one number one scorer. I don't know if you can say he can be the best player on the team. He can be the number one scorer. Right. Um, Yeah. I meant.
1: I meant. meant Yeah. I meant best player.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean. He can, I don't think he'll be the best player on a on a championship team to be honest. He's a star. He's 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 legit. You know what I mean? He's a baller. But you would have to bring in a guy like Jimmy Bucket. Like, you know what I mean? And Jimmy Buckets would be the guy to really help that team go over the edge. You know what I mean? Like right. it would have to be like one of those guys that are just like grinders. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um so uh but yeah, Atlanta's fun, they're entertaining because they shoot a lot of threes and they and they get the ball moving around and they have young guys on the squad. But they just—that's all they are. They're not really a team I would look at and be like, "Oh, if you put them in a seven-game series, I don't know if they—if the other team can make it out." No, nah, they wouldn't scare me. They—they they might still two games because, you know, Trey Young can go crazy, but you know, they don't really scare me. You know what I mean? Right, right.
1: We—you uh, you spoke earlier. You mentioned uh, Joel Embiid with the MVP in the MVP race. Let's switch over to that. Do you think the right person won it this
0: year? The Joker. I. My MVP this year was CP3. It, it, and 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 let's put it into context before you get at me or before anybody gets at me on this. What is an MVP? What what is what does the MVP mean? Can you tell me what that means, Chris? Well, before I
1: answer that, I have I have this same this the same thing. Are are you is there, are you the best player or are you the most valuable player? Right. And right. to me the award isn't it doesn't match up what it's what it's supposed to. Every year the MVP goes pretty much to the best player on the best team.
0: Right, exactly. And, exactly.
1: And for what it's worth, if you took Jokic off that Denver team, I would still think they're a playoff team.
0: Yeah, of course. Cuz they still got other young guys.
1: If you took Curry out for the season, on that Golden State team, they win maybe ten games. So, who's more valuable? You know, who who's who's more? Not saying who's best, who's having the best year. Who's more valuable? In that case, you'd say, well, Curry's way more valuable because that team is only going to win ten
0: games without him. Jokic is going to still be in the playoffs. So, right, but but at the same time, though, there's still certain criteria when it comes to MVPs, and this is not just in basketball. This is in any sport because, like you said, it's usually the best player. On the best team with the best record, so to even have a guy, and it's no disrespect to Curry because Curry did have a great season, but the team didn't even make the playoffs. Like that's the first time I can remember an MVP, uh, a guy who's in an MVP conversation, who didn't even make the playoffs. Like that—that that kind of well, baffles well, me. Well, technically,
1: you know, they were technically they were in the in the in well the play the, play, the <laughs>
0: tournament, but that that doesn't count. You know, what <laughs> I mean that doesn't count. You know, right. like we're talking about the actual playoffs. Right. Best out of seven, beat me. Hey, you that, know what I mean? Hey, but, if,
1: that would, if that would have counted, last year sure the Kings would have been in the playoffs and we would have broke fact. that damn record of, what, 16, fact. 17 years now. You are
0: not lying, my friend. You are not <laughs> lying. I feel, you. But, I feel you. But MVP is most valuable player. And, okay, so CP3, and you can say he can fit all three of those, but let's say he just fits two, which is the most valuable player on the best team. So, and you can even say he's the best player because the year before, they didn't even make the playoffs with him. So, from going without making playoffs to the second seed in the West, um, and I think second best record in the in the NBA period, I think it's just screaming not not saying but screaming volumes on how valuable he is. And this is not like a one off. Everywhere CP3 has gone his entire career, he's made the team better and they made the playoffs. Like. Let's let's rewind the clock a year from from
1: today. Let's let's not forget.
0: This. Jose, 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 Jose. Let's
1: yeah. let's let's save that because we're gonna have a whole CP three topic in the next segment. Let's finish yeah. let's finish this point uh on the western side of the bracket for the NBA playoffs. After this, okay. we'll come back and we'll, we'll finish talking CP three because I believe that is a big a big topic and a big subject that's constantly overlooked.
0: Um all good. All in the,
1: good in the West right now we got the Clippers and we got the who the Clippers playing? The Jazz. Clippers and Jazz. I didn't I thought the Jazz were good. I didn't think they were this good. I mean, they're just they're right. just, they're just beating beating the Clippers up. I mean, yeah, they're just beating the Clippers up. I think Donovan Mitchell's went from that star to superstar. And when he got a oh yeah, when you got a big that's, tr-
0: that's, yeah, that's not even a question. Yeah, he he is taking his game to a whole nother level. And they're doing it without Conley. Like that's a guy that people are not remembering on that roster. Right. There, he's doing this just kind of being the the main guy in that backcourt um for, for this series in particular i really like the jazz um even though last night or the night before clippers won i still like the jazz jazz right now are a team that, that is kind of really taking it to the clippers um the only reason why the jazz can get in trouble is if Donovan Mitchell gets cold, which you know, if if that happens, then all hell will take loose, and Clippers will start banging them out. He does have a tendency. So, he
1: does have a tendency to kind of get wild and start shooting themselves out of a game. Um, but I mean, right. that's just—I mean, that's just—I think that's just his mentality, and you know, you got to deal with that because you get ninety-nine percent of the other time, you're going to take what he brings to you because he can play D, he can facilitate, he can score, he's clutch. I mean, that guy stays healthy. He's going to be in the MVP contest for a lot of years to come. And and then you also got to take that big tree down below, Gobert. I mean, he's I mean he's a tree down there. No one no one can go inside and score. You know he shuts down oh, no. the, he shuts down the lane. And then you got all these other guys, these wing defenders and these you know three and D players that complements everyone else. And the Jazz look for me. I think it's going to be Utah and Phoenix. And. It's gonna be what? Utah and Phoenix in the West.
0: Oh yeah. I, I really like that matchup. Um I, I yeah, I, I agree with you one hundred percent. It's gonna be Utah and Phoenix, um, first specifically coming out of the West. I got Phoenix. I think Phoenix has a legit chance to make it to the finals. Um coming out of the West, I mean if you want to talk about the potential matchup of Utah and Phoenix, um, it, it's gonna be a very good matchup because of Ayton versus Gobert and Mitchell versus Booker and uh, Chris Paul. But at the end of the day, I just think that Phoenix has is, is, is really got the momentum on their side. And I think they have a lot more versatility offensively to where they can really take over and, and, and make it to the finals coming out of the West. And
1: you know what, you know what, you know what pisses me off so bad about Phoenix has nothing to do with them, but hear me out on this. Okay. About three years ago, Phoenix and the Kings were both young teams with, st- with young star guards. You had Fox, you had Booker, both about the same records. They, they played fast. They were young. They didn't win a lot, but the talent was there. Then what happens? They draft Ayton. We draft Bagley. They get a, they get a competent head coach, upper management. We don't. And look where they're at and look where we're at. It's like we went total. We were at the same spot three years ago and we've totally went the opposite ways. And I hate because to me, you say what you want now. If we take Luka, we're around where Phoenix is or in that, in that area, conference semifinals. I mean, I believe that's where we are. I think that draft shifted everything so bad that, that, that it took Phoenix up, took us way down. And that's where we're at now. And and that's why I look at Phoenix and I'm like, man, that could have been us if we would have played our cards right. We had Fox, we had we had young talent. You know, we were we we were set to rebuild good. That draft with Bagley just killed everything.
0: And you're you're exactly right. It, that it, that's it, where that's where the turning point was for the Kings. And 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 I agree with you. And even then you wouldn't even have to have kept Fox because Luke is a guy that handles the ball all the time. So you, you wouldn't even have to have kept Fox, but you're exactly right. It's It, it started with that. And then you, uh, Devox still stuck around for some reason. And, and then uh, what's his name as head coach? Luke Walton is still around for Horrible. some reason. As coach. Horrible. They let, they,
1: they kept Buddy and let Bogdanovich go. You know, yep. the top five players in that Luca draft, Ayton, Bagley, Doncic, Trey Young, Jaron Jackson, four in the playoffs. One of them is not, and that's Bagley. I mean, that's telling you yeah. something, you know.
0: Yeah. Ba- so, Bagley is for sure a bust.
1: That, for sure. Oh, I got to give one of these to Bagley. Hold on.
0: <laughs> so no, that's that's facts, so and, I, and that's the thing too. I was a fan of Bagley, but man, did he has he really pooped on the on the pooper? You
1: know what I mean? Uh, He did, and I think I still think he's very talented. But I think that pressure of what Luca's done, I think that I think that got inside his head, and I do think he's frail. I think he's 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 frail. He's going to be that type that always hurts a finger, hurts a hurts a leg, and that you know most players can play through. That it's going to sit him out three weeks,
0: and it don't help. Well, well, that's well, that's also that's a part of it too because it's his fault. Like. He literally has not developed either his game or his body since he entered the league, and then, like you said, it's already been three years. Hey, but He's he, not added anything to his game, offensively or defensively, and he has added no weight to that frail body of his either. Like he, you're, it's literally the same dude that got drafted out of Duke three years ago. But he he, he,
1: he does have a good rap album. I don't know if you have heard that.
0: I I ain't listening to his music. I don't, I don't care to listen to your music if you're not balling. Right? Like, I'll listen to Dame Lillard because hey, he balls. But... Shout
1: out Dame Dollar, but yeah, no, I ain't got time right. for all that. It don't help that his dad is like the second coming of LeVar Ball on social media. Right?
0: Facts. You Facts. know,
1: I don't know. I don't know how these players at some point don't tell their dads, just you know, shut the hell up, dude. Like, just just leave it alone. You know, like no, don't speak on my team. Don't speak on my teammates on Twitter. Like like. I just don't get that.
0: So, if your son's not out here being the next Demarcus Cousins, I don't want to hear it. Exactly. Like if if he's not averaging twenty and ten, I don't want to hear about your your you talking about your son or his teammates. I don't I don't want to hear it. Like that's because, like you said, that just basically sounds like LeVar Ball all over again. You exactly. can do that talking for your son if he's if he's making All Star teams and whatnot, but if he's not, I don't want to hear it. I don't. I agree. I agree. So we both agree that it's
1: going to be Philly and you're going to say you're going to say the bucks in the east
0: oh from the east no i got philly coming out of the east okay, well, um, okay
1: okay you got philly coming out of the east i got the suns coming out of the west i think we both have it the same pretty much right
0: yeah yeah so i got the suns and the, and the sixers yeah suns and the the Sixers.
1: okay I, I, i'm gonna well if healthy i'm gonna go you know i'm gonna go brooklyn if not healthy, I'm gonna go Sixers, but that's a whole if game. If my aunt had a, she'd be my uncle. You know how that goes, right? <laughs> um, so we'll say, and you know what? The hell with it. I'm gonna say Phoenix is gonna win it all. I mean, that would be crazy. That would be. Oh yeah, crazy. facts.
0: I, I got Phoenix too because, I mean, I, I like what Philly got talent wise, but at the end of the day, I just think some. It, it, okay, say let's. Okay, I know you don't like playing the if game, but let's just say if that is the final Suns and Sixers. Well. Along with, obviously, the great, the, the great coaches that are on each of those staffs, which is Doc Rivers and Monty Williams. But who do you think are going to get more of those calls when it comes to that finals? Is it going to be Ben Simmons and the Sixers, or is it going to be Chris Paul and the Suns? Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's a, yeah. yeah, so, like, that's going to be the, the other part of it, too. People are going to have to figure out when they're watching that final, if that ends up being the finals. Paul's going to get a lot of those calls Their players won't get because, he's you know what I mean, he's been around a long time. And also because is the way to the championship, whereas Ben, and he's already, what, 37? Right. You know, so he's already getting up there, too. So um, that's the other part of it, too, as well. So I got Phoenix winning it all as well. All right. You heard it here from both of us. We're sticking to the west
1: to the West side. We're going to go Phoenix in the championship over the Sixers or a healthy Bucks team. That's our first segment talking NBA playoffs. You got our championship picks. Uh, we'll be back with you in two minutes for part number two. Stay tuned.
0: Just waiting for the sun to go down yeah.
1: It was me, and, and the homies we stacking and all the vatos were looking for some action We were chilling
0: in the park Just waiting for the sun to go down yeah. It was me, and Shiro, and the
1: homies Welcome back, welcome back, Double Over Time Chris and Chris minus one Chris, joined by my guest Jose Ledesma, has always bringing me that sports entertainment. I'm doing it on this Sunday afternoon. this hot Sunday afternoon, Sacramento, California. Just brought you our uh, NBA playoffs predictions. What our thoughts about what's going on? Um, staying on that subject though, Jose, let's jump into, uh, let's, jump into uh, let's jump into a little bit of these uh, these, players bit of these, uh, these players' legacies. I want to jump into LeBron a little bit. Um, me and Chris went over it last week. What What do you think this first round exit did to his legacy?
0: First of all, I my problem is with the Lakers this season in general is why did you allow yourself to get in that position in the first place? You know what I mean? Like, like of course you it's, it's bad you got put out in the first round by the Suns, but if if you're LeBron and you're over here missing, well, I think it was like four weeks because of a hamstring or whatever. Like how, how did you allow your team to get put in this position in the first place where you're the, the seventh seed when you're a team that everyone hyped up to be the one or the two seed again? You know what I mean? Like that, that's my bigger issue. I don't I, My issue with them getting bounced out isn't as much. It was more so how did you allow your team to get to the seventh seed instead of being in the, the upper echelon of the West?
1: No, that that front office that front office mismanaged this whole season, if you ask me. To me, it seems like they, they sold out everything to win that championship last year. Because this year, I mean, you looked at the roster and you want to talk about top heavy. The Lakers aren't just right. top heavy. Right. The Lapers are just just top. <laughs> right. There's no bottom. They're just top. So I mean <laughs> I mean, right. once those two went down, it was like boom, you shot from the first seed to the seventh seed in like two weeks. And, you know, once you saw they were hurt. I mean, let me get – hold on. I might catch some flack for this, but to me, Anthony Davis has been the most overrated player in the league since he came in.
0: Oh, facts. You're, you're not going to catch a lot of flack because not even just me, but I think a lot of people feel that way in general um, because he was literally the second coming of LeBron coming out of uh, high school um, after that one year. I think he went to Kentucky. I I what school he went to. Yeah, but, he, went, he went to Kentucky. Uh,
1: they, they won the championship. And yeah. he, I mean, he, he's a great player. Don't get me wrong. He's, he's super athletic. He can, he can score, you know, he, he can defend, but they always, when they bring out these lists at the beginning of the year, you know, top 50 players in the NBA, they'd always have him two or three, um, obviously behind LeBron or KD or two, three or four. But I was like, they re- I mean, he hasn't done anything, you know I mean? I mean, even Boogie Cousins put up, you know, twenty five and fifteen on a t- on the Kings, and we weren't a good team. But I mean, he put up numbers, and that's what that's what Anthony Davis did with the Pelicans,
0: right? And people shouldn't forget that either. speaking of Cousins, Anthony Davis didn't do a splicky lick and nothing in New Orleans until Boogie got there. Like that's the other part of it too. They he didn't win a playoff series until Boogie got there. Uh, granted Boogie was was injured uh, in the in the second part of that series that they beat Portland, but you didn't get to that position without Boogie, you know? So, and, and unfortunately he was injured with the Achilles afterwards and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, like he didn't get there without him. So the fact that you couldn't even carry your team past the first round in, in New Orleans, granted, like you mentioned, New Orleans, you know I mean? Has had a bad history as well, along, uh, along with the Lakers this last off season. But at the same time, like you didn't do anything. And you're how can you be in the same conversation as LeBron? You know what I mean? That, that just never made sense to me. And and to be honest, like both of those guys just seem soft when it comes to LeBron and A D. Man. And,
1: I mean, as soon as Street Close went, I mean my bad. As soon as Anthony Davis went down that first time in the in the series, I said he he's not, you know, he's not gonna be who he who he who usually is. And he'd come in and he'd labor. He'd come out. The next game he's out. The next game, I don't know why they played him in game six. I mean, if I don't know what the coaching staff was thinking. I mean, the dude could barely walk, and you you start, right. you start him. If I'm the other players, I'm sitting there saying, "Bro, this dude could barely walk, and you're gonna start him? Like, put someone else in that can, you know that can help the team." And I just think no. I think Vogel's gone as a, he, I, I, I was a fan of his in Indiana. I think he's been crap with the Lakers. I think that's Jason's Jason's kid's job as soon as Vogel's gone. Um, But yeah, as far as LeBron's legacy, I mean, I can be hard on LeBron because I'm a Jordan lover. I'll admit it. I'm biased. Um, I never disrespect his talent. Uh, One of the most talented players I've ever seen. But the intangibles, it just, it, it don't, it'll never stack up to Jordan. The heart. The toughness, the the killer instinct, it, you know, and just just seeing him, he and I even said on our last podcast, he quit on his team a couple times this series, like he like just walked off and just there were times in the backcourt, you know, this last game, like he didn't even run down, he was just kind of right. walking, and right. even, even my son's like, look at LeBron, he's like, he's not even like getting back on defense, and I'm like, nah, he's he's quit, he
0: knows they lost, and that's just- he, he he for surely quit, and there's no excuse for it. Like no. like you, he literally walked off the court, would would get called out, he would get himself called out of the game and then he would just walk off. You know what I mean in the fourth quarter. Like there's no excuse for that. No. Um
1: and, and then your teammates but, gotta look at you and be like, Bro, you're our leader? Like you right. know what I'm saying? Like exactly. that's almost like Isaiah them walking off, not even shaking hands, just just like we're out of here. You know what I mean? Whatever.
0: But Yeah, and, and I I still think of him as a great player. It's just like you said, you can't have these conversations as the go because it's Michael Jordan, you know, like it's still, it's still MJ, you know, it's just, he has obviously his impeccable playoff records going six 0 in the finals and whatnot. Um, but it's, and it's not just that. It's just like we were just, we were just talking about like Michael Jordan would never do that. He would never just walk off the court, you know, and like he wouldn't, he wouldn't be quote unquote quitting on his team. You know what I mean? Like he would, he would be keep, he would keep shooting, you know, he would t- do whatever it took. To, to to win that game. You know what I mean? So I think that's what it more has to do with. It. And and like I said, LeBron's still great. And it's not just with basketball. It's what he's done off the court as well that um I think adds to his legacy as well. Um but at the same time you, you can't have him as the GOAT when you know what I mean when it comes to holding the candle to Michael Jordan in my opinion.
1: And let and let, and let me tell you another guy that, that he can't com- that he can't compete with as far as that killer instinct and that hunger. And that's the Mamba.
0: I yeah, mean, the, 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 uh, and, and Kobe and Kobe's great too. But I look at Michael Jordan and Kobe the same way. Right. Like I, I think of them as the exact same player. The only difference is uh, Kobe played twenty years in a row, whereas Michael Jordan retired a couple times. You know what I mean? But aside that, they're the same guy. You right. know, and, and he had his check. like Michael Jordan had his scotty. Right. You know what I mean? And it's the way they play, too. Is, is literally he literally said multiple times, he wouldn't be in basketball if it wasn't for Michael Jordan. And he played just the way Michael Jordan had. He, hell, he even had the same bald head as Michael Jordan. Um, oh,
1: matter- um, ma- like, their, their mannerisms are, are like twins. Exactly.
0: You know? so, that's- so so when it comes to, to those two guys, I kind of put them in the same. You know what I mean? It's like 1A, 1B, you know what I mean, Type of thing. Um, and I have LeBron kind of like right behind him. Because I do think LeBron has done a lot of great things. I just think, you know, I mean, the dumb stuff, walking off the court and stuff like that, is kind of what's been annoying me lately. But besides that, I still think of him as a top three NBA player all the time.
1: Before we get to Chris Paul, do you think LeBron ever wins another championship? I'm sorry, what you say? Before we jump to Chris Paul, do you think LeBron ever wins another championship?
0: No, I, I don't think
1: so either. I think,
0: I think, I think this year was the chance. Because considering even though he was the seventh seed, I think he could have surprised a lot of teams because I think that is one of the most talented seventh seeds we've ever seen in the NBA. You know, even as much as we say about those guys, it was still LeBron, it was still AD, um, it was still Montrose, Harold, and, and all those guys. So he could, have, he could have shocked teams and taken them by surprise, but it, it was like you were saying earlier, it just never felt like he was in it. You know, like, it just, he just felt like he kind of did his job in the play in German against the warriors. And that was kind of it, but you know what I mean? That, that was his uh, achievement basically. Like we the warriors to make it in the playoffs and I'm just kind of done. Like I'm kind of tuned out.
1: And I think after all these years, we finally, you can say what you want about the injuries, but injuries happen when you get older. I think you can see him starting to slow down, you know, just father time catches up with everybody. And I think you right. can see, I, you could see that burst wasn't there. You know, there's just little things you would start to notice that, like, you know, maybe this ain't the same. Obviously, it's not the same LeBron of 10 years ago. But you were still used to seeing that, you know, he can still dominate and take over a game and give you 50. I don't think he can do that anymore.
0: Yeah, and, and that's the other part of LeBron I do respect as well. Is cause it's like you said, he's 36, 37. He's been in the league since he was out of high school. And, and not just that. He's literally been in the playoffs and not just in the first round. He's been deep in the playoffs the last 12, 10 to 12 years, you know what I mean, straight. And then you count, you know, count, count
1: the Olympic years or, you know. Yeah, right, so exactly. He's played a lot of basketball. and He's, he, he's played a up. lot
0: of basketball, and, and Father Time catches up with everybody. Yeah. Nobody is safe. Totally. So agree. that that's the other part of his game I will respect as well, is that he's done it consistently for a long time. It wasn't just a five-year stint, a 10-year stint. It's, it's been basically an entire career.
1: Well, hell, man! If I had, if I had a chef and personal trainer, I paid two million dollars to every year, I'd have a body like that too.
0: Hey, right, <laughs> right, exactly. And, and you know, hand us a couple million dollars, we'll figure it out. Whatever the chefs, you hey, know what I, I mean. I'll, I'll
1: get rid of this beer belly real quick. You give me a chef and personal trainer for two million dollars.
0: Right, facts, facts. So let's, yeah, I mean, we'd be out here looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger.
1: Yeah, yeah, come on, man. I got to sit here in DoorDash every night, and he gets, you know, salmon and veggies cooked for him, you know, straight to the table. <laughs> man.
0: Exactly, man, I feel you.
1: So let's jump into Chris Paul. Chris Paul, <laughs> Chris Paul is that guy you love to hate. Chris Paul has that face you just want to punch. I don't know what it is. I'm a Carolina fan. I've never liked him since he was at Wake Forest. He's just always been that little that little jerk, that little like gnat, the little, I, I was, I was so grateful when Rondo clocked him in the face that time I was like, somebody finally popped him in his head, <laughs> but you have to respect his game. And oh yeah, and there's I've, there's I've, no doubt. I've come this, this year watching him a lot. I've come to, I've always thought he was a, a great floor leader, you know, control the game, control the pace. But this year, just watching him with a new team and just orchestrating, you know, just orchestrating that offense, that little pull up jumper is unstoppable when he gets about 10 feet and just kind of pulls up. Mm -hmm. Um, He never plays. He's never been the fastest guy, so he doesn't play with that speed, but he knows, he knows how to get where he's going. And, you know, if he finally does win a championship this year, cheers to Chris Paul. You know, he's put in, he's put in his work. Um, Like I said, never been a fan of his, but you got to give it up to him, you know? And I think, um, Right now, I do think he's definitely a top 10 point guard of all time. Where this would rank him if he won a championship, I don't ever, I mean, I don't think he would, you would put him ahead of Magic. Um, I don't, Magic's
0: go. You you cannot put anybody in front of Magic. Magic's the definition point guard. Yeah, that's, that's Magic.
1: Okay. So let let me, let me run down this list real quick. Um, I, I wouldn't put him ahead of Magic. Would you put him ahead of John Stockton with the championship?
0: With the championship, yes, because that's something John Stockton didn't do. Okay, I agree with you. I agree with
1: you there. I I wouldn't put him ahead of Isaiah Thomas.
0: No, Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas, in my opinion, is the second behind Magic.
1: They have Oscar as a point guard. I never saw him as a traditional point guard. Obviously, I never saw him play. But
0: to me he was nobody, he was, he was, nobody saw. We we watched highlight.
1: Right. But he, he he never looked like the traditional point guard. He was more of a scorer. Um I mean, yeah, he had a you know, all the seasons where he had the triple doubles and you know, so I mean I don't really put him with the traditional point guards. Um I, I don't put him ahead of Steph Curry because I mean to me Curry say what you want about Curry. I mean he's he he's I, I have him ahead of Isaiah as point guards all time um I don't have him ahead of magic. If he wins a couple more championships, you might have to revisit that. Um that's that's still a long way off though. Um then you get you get the guys like like Steve Nash.
0: You know. Uh, uh, oh okay, okay, for just for a quick second. Steve Curry, you brought him up. Well, wouldn't you say what you just said about Oscar Robinson the same thing about Steph? Because he's never been known to be a true point guard his entire career. He's always been known to be more of a shooter and a scorer rather than a guy that you know. I mean that that whole, whole, that, uh, that generates the ball around the court and you know I mean and this is what a true point guard does. Okay, you're right. So, you're yeah. right. You
1: know, so so for this sake of argument, uh, we're going to take Steph Curry out of there because you're right. Curry's more of he's going to get you that point rather than that assist. Even though he can, he's a wizard with the ball. You're right. He 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 does look to score more. So we'll take him off the list. Um Steve Nash, Jason Kidd, Gary Payton. Um
0: wow, I think you- personally even though Chris Paul never won an MVP, even though there is a couple of seasons I thought he should have like this year and when he was with the Rockets in his first season. Um I I really think in in my personal opinion, I think he's better than Steve Nash because he did it longer. Steve Steve Nash had the run in Phoenix where I believe it was like a 4-year run and he won the two MVPs back to back. You know, that's great, but you, would you say I, I don't I don't know if I think those were anomaly MVPs. And and it's nothing to knock Steve Nash cuz I loved watching him back in the, the the Phoenix days, but it was only in Phoenix and it was only for about a full year run and um, and, there, then it, and then the roster fell apart
1: and there's not a thing a lot of things there's not a lot of things I agree with Shaq on I don't know how Nash got those MVPs over Shaq those
0: two years yeah like <laughs> Shaq shack is, Shaq is was literally still a monster at that time and he yeah. was in in LA at the end and even in his first year in Miami right. um he was still that dude
1: definitely what about um what about Gary Payton Jason Kidd
0: uh, man, Gary Payton is great. Uh, he's definitely top ten. I don't think he's better than Chris Paul. And uh, who was the other one you named? Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd. Oh man, Jason oh. Kidd was my favorite. um. But even then, I, I just I, without the championship, I look at them basically the same way. Right. With the championship, he's better than Jason Kidd because he he did what Jason Kidd couldn't.
1: Well, you got to so. get Gary Payton has that championship. Gary, Gary, Payton, Wait, Gary, he got it when he was old, but in his prime, Peyton was a
0: monster. No, he was, he, he, he was, he was what Westbrook is now. You yeah. know, the super hyper-athletic, um, super hyper-aggressive guard that took it to the basket.
1: He, I mean, he was defensive player of the year. I forget how many, I mean, he was, he was the glove, you know, um, I, I, right, right now I have them all on the same tier. Yeah, I mean they're they're all yeah. they're all right there in that kind of you know if you want to say five through nine level. I think if Chris Paul does win a championship this year, I think that gets him into the, you know, top four, you know, maybe top three, just depending, you know, who you want to put in there as point guards.
0: Um, you
1: know, and that's saying something for someone who just does not like Chris Paul. You know. And,
0: and you're exactly right. I agree with you one hundred percent. Right now, at this moment, he's top ten by both two. But if he does win the ring, you can definitely have the conversation to put him in the third or fourth slot for sure. That's that's without a doubt. For right now, he's definitely top ten in my book.
1: I respect that. I respect that. Okay, let's jump to last week's uh, fireworks show in Miami, uh, where <laughs> where Money Mayweather took everyone's money like he usually does, went on TV and admitted it that hey, um, I just came here to screw around, and thanks for. Paying me eighty million dollars, and I'll probably do it again in a couple months.
0: Um, that's that's all this was. the, the, the <laughs> best two The best fights of the night were the first two: the Chad Johnson and the one after that.
1: Hey, um, did, Ch- did Chad wake
0: up from that left hand? Hey, Chad, Chad. If you, if you are a guy that loves boxing as much as I do, and and you saw Chad, Chad in that fight in my book, that that was the only difference. The only reason why he technically lost was because of that knockdown. But if he didn't have gotten knocked down, he he, he would have been considered the winner. He was he, he was in control of that fight the entire time. Yeah, he he, he didn't, never lost control. He didn't look out of place. You know, he looked like he
1: belonged in there. And that's a that's a testament to his training and the, the super athlete he is. And no, shout out Chad, you know, he went in there. Um but let's get to Floyd. Let's get to Floyd for a few minutes. Um I, don't,
0: I both. We're both not fans of Floyd Mayweather Jr. No. No. If I, people for, for people who want to put him in the go conversation, is laughable. No, 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 he's no, no. Great. He's great. There's no doubt that. He's, he's a great boxer. Um, and you can definitely say he's the greatest defender of all time, um, oh. defensive boxer of all time. But to say he belongs in the go conversation is, is kind of laughable because – I I'll, I don't even need to say too much because there's literally so many ways you can go with this, but I'm going to just leave it at this. He dodged uh, uh, one guy. I'm not going to say his name. He dodged one guy for 10 years and when he finally fought him, the dude was already 40 years old and it was a bullshit fight the way they set it up, the way it happened and all that. But he literally dodged somebody for 10 years. Would have whooped his ass had he fought him in this prime. Waited until he was 40 years old to fight him. And it was just a bullshit fight, looking back on it back in 2015. Okay. Um, and, that's, and, I, and there's many other fights I can go to where he shouldn't even have an undefeated record. But I'm going to just leave it and use that as my, my main argument to why.
1: Now, now,
0: saying all that, a step
1: back from the boxing. Okay, you saw, you saw Floyd's, what do you call it? Floyd's, um, the way he went about marketing himself as a businessman. He turned himself into this greatest villain of all time. Oh, yeah. Which made, so, like I said, I don't like Floyd Mayweather, the person. I think he's a very smart businessman. I think he's one of the most talented boxers I've ever seen. But he's not one of the, the, the best fighters. It's like there's a difference between a boxer that has talent and a boxer who has talent who fights, to me right
0: exactly and
1: and you got guys like and i'll just say it you know everyone says him and pacquiao were on the same level his win over pacquiao put him higher on the on the all-time list to me and to a lot of you know max kellerman's of the world they don't agree they're like you know that fight was shit for what it was what? but look at pacquiao now Pacquiao still fight. He, Pacquiao's fighting errol spence at 42 years old
0: and, and that's why I have Pacquiao ahead of Mayweather. That right. that is why. he might not like, have, he, he might not have been not his fighting th- YouTube. He's not fighting YouTubers. He he's mi- fighting dudes who are in who are championships in the weight division at forty five years old, bro. And like forty five years old.
1: He might not have had as much talent for talent as Floyd, but nah. Pacquiao had the warrior and fighter. That that boxing and that's what fans all about exactly. Exactly. Now as far as this whole as far as this whole Floyd, what he's doing with the with the Logans and stuff, I mean, as a man, if you come to me and say, Hey, will you fight so and so for a hundred million dollars, I don't care who it is. I'm gonna do it and then the internet can talk shit about me all they
0: want. And
1: I'm pretty sure you do the same thing.
0: Exactly. I'll go fight Mike Tyson right now for a hundred million dollars. I probably won't touch him, but right. I'll fight him because I'll be making a hundred million dollars. You right.
1: know, like so so everybody would do that. So at that, so I can't be mad at Floyd or the Paul dude because they're throwing the money at them and they're saying, okay, what my issue is, don't promote it as as boxing. Like don't you know promote it exactly. as promote it as like this circus event that you're going to go do. And I think you know it does draw attention back to boxing, which boxing needs. MMA's kind of took over, you know, as far as is as, as the as you know as popular in the USA that we still got our bo- hardcore boxing fans but MMA kind of has eclipsed it as far as pay-per-views and stuff and fro- and it does bring that attention back to boxing but keep it over there you know do what you want to do floyd you want to you want to fight a fucking elephant next time and and you know make 100 million dollars that's cool
0: but that's not boxing no it's not and 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 that's and that's why i agree with you when it comes to him being the greatest promoter and the greatest businessman of of in boxing history there's no doubt about it there's, there's, no question. The dude has made crazy, unthinkable amounts of money in the sport of boxing. No doubt about that. But it, it's you're going over here. You're, you're, you're not really fighting. You haven't fought nobody since Pacquiao, and and you. And I think most people don't see that that Pacquiao fight was a sham to begin with. Um. So that's that's just that's just. I don't know. It's It's the problem with boxing is. The reason why they're allowing these celebrity fights to happen is because boxing is becoming a dying sport, and it's sad. Like, and it, boxing, it, it, and, it, and and you and I grew up watching great boxers, like, like uh, you're a little older than me, so you saw more, but I saw great guys like Miguel Cotto, uh, you know, Oscar De La Hoya when he was on at the, at the peak of his game, Pacquiao, you it, it, know, it, 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 and, and other guys as well. But I totally agree. Um, totally agree. We got about five minutes. Got- boxing, but boxing now is is kind of dying, and it's becoming an old man sport, kind of like baseball. What it has become, and boxing's not doing a good job promoting from within. The only guy right now that they're really promoting is Canelo. Like that's that's really their 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 golden goose right now is Canelo, and they and they're not going out and getting anybody else. Where which is where UFC UFC has them built beat is able to market anybody from any weight division and making them the next big thing. Like uh, the kid that fought uh, the uh uh Sonia oh, that dude's become the new face of UFC. But that that's like every three years, there's a new face. It was Ronda Rousey, then it was Conor McGregor. Now yeah. it's this, and then it was John Jones, and now it's this kid. Like UFC is doing a great job of keeping up with the times and updating and marketing all these guys all the time. Whereas you, where boxing has kind of become the dinosaur, you know they're they're just hoping Canelo takes the best contender in his weight class, which he doesn't. But they're he, they're hoping he 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 fights the next thing, and and it's yet to happen. Um, and and I think that's partly because of Floyd Mayweather. He he turned boxing from a gladiator sport and a great sport that it was to a business decision sport. That, you know, and and us a fans. Point. That's a great point. We don't want to watch a business decision-made sport. You know, We want to watch the two greatest fighters in their weight class, uh, specifically the heavyweight division, and we want to see two Goliaths fight and see who gets knocked the fuck out. That's what we want to see. That's what boxing is. But but ever since Floyd came into the game and turned it into a a business decision, which is great for him because he's made all the money in the world, but now you're not getting the best fights because – if you go on YouTube, for anybody watching, whether you're young or old, you can watch the greatest fights in boxing history. You can watch Muhammad Ali and Evander uh, Holyfield, real quick, or you can real watch Jose. Tyson. Jose,
1: yeah. I I hate to cut you off, brother. We got about three minutes left, and I want to get into this last topic. So oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, go let's ahead, go ahead. let's end it there. We both don't like Floyd, but he's a great businessman. But he's not a, he's not the goat boxer. We both agree there. We got about three minutes left. Give me your top three MCs of all time.
0: Top three. Biggie is my number one. Uh Tupac is number two. And number three. Oh man, that's really damn hard. Um, you go dang it. Uh let me go just because I can't really think of nobody in my three.
1: I'll go Snoop. Okay. Mine I'm gonna go. To me, the goat is Nas. Number two is Tupac. Number three. Like you, that's out. That's that's up there. Um, I'd I'd go Jay Z over Biggie. Um, so I'd say Nas, Pac, oh my and God, Jay-Z. Now, now you tell me why I'm wrong. Tell me why I'm wrong.
0: Jay Z over Biggie. Um, we we literally we literally just had this qu- this conversation, Chris, about Floyd Mayweather. It's the same conversation about Jay Z. Jay Z is a great businessman and an entrepreneur. He didn't. He's not the great. Greatest rappers of all time. He's not. Okay. So let me tell you, let, let the, dude, me, the dude built his career off of Biggie. Let me ask Biggie you this: literally endorsed him. Biggie, literally, he literally stole Biggie's songs. If you listen to Jay Z's early stuff that got him famous, it's the exact same lyrics that Biggie used in Big Papa. Um, hypnotized. Let, let, right. let, me,
1: let me ask you this: if Luke, if Luka Doncic came into the league in his first year, led them to a championship, won the MVP, and in the second year did it. Won the championship, won the MVP, and then retired. Would you
0: consider him the goat? So, so okay, let's let's use because, not Luke, let's, uh, let's use uh, Mahomes because that's a more comparable. Because uh, because Biggie picture. came in and Biggie
1: dropped his first album, Classic, second album, Classic, and that and that and then after that, that was it. You can't be the
0: goat if you're only. You like we talk. well, but you can't have that same conversation if you're not going to talk about Tupac. Tupac made three albums and he died. Three like, yeah, three albums, come
1: on, bro. That, Tupac, Tupac had had at least eight albums before he died and probably
0: 20 after he died. But but no. Eight maybe- albums? Hey, where do you get eight? He, he he didn't come on to, he didn't pop in the music scene until 90 or 91, and then he died in 96. Hey, you know what? Then, dude, he- hey, this, because I can only do
1: 30-minute sessions on this one, and this is about to run out. We're going to come back for another 10 minutes because well, I'm not done with this topic.
0: Okay, no, yeah, I'm not done either. Because Jay-Z, come on,
1: bro. All right, we'll be back in a few minutes, folks. To the big dogs living large, taking it light, pushing big toys, getting nice. Join your life is what you make it. Suicide, few try to take it. Bill tried to a neck in jail cells, naked. Heaven and hell, rap legend presence is felt. And of course, NAS are the letters that spell. Welcome back to this overtime session, double overtime. We we'll call it triple overtime, I guess. With Chris and Chris, <laughs> my boy Jose, we had to go an extra. We had to give y'all an extra ten minutes because that. That four minutes talking about the goat MC was just was just not going to be enough. So my bad. I was just oh, oh. I, I, I was just giving you a little sample of the goat. Fire rims and
0: tires, glass as the hey. I even though I said Snoop Dogg, it easily could be Nas in there too in the top in my top. Three. It just depends on when you ask me. Like you, really, I didn't think of a top three. I was only thinking about Biggie and uh, Tupac. So when you said top three, I was like, oh snap! Who do I put in there? I just thought of Snoop because. You know, what I mean? I'm just from West Coast, but Nas is definitely you know uh, in the go combo as well. Um, now, now I'm a Biggie fan. I like Biggie. Biggie.
1: Biggie's first album was, is easily one of the top five hip hop's albums of all time. He did go a little commercial on his second album, which most artists tend to do. Um, he kind of got away from that grit and grimy Brooklyn rap that you know that 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 made the first one what it was. But I mean, you can say the same with Nas and Illmatic. To it was written. Same thing, you know. That second album gets some, you know, the the record companies want you to be a little more commercial, a little more, right? You know, um, but I just don't think Biggie has enough music to to
0: to put him up there with with all the Ghosts. But okay, but okay, so keep okay, comparing it with keeping it with Tupac and Biggie, I, I ju- I'm looking at it right now. Tupac had three, and Biggie only had two, so he only had one more album. I no. just want to get that out there. He, no, no, he, he had one more
1: album. Pac had four. And then the fifth came out right when he died he had two apocalypse now strictly for my n-words me against the world and all eyes on me and then right when he died the seven day theory Machiavelli came out so if you want to see what,
0: what, what was
1: okay you said all eyes me against, against the, the world, world apocalypse. and strictly for my my niggas that one came out before me against the world that was the second album
0: Okay. Okay. That one, for some reason the person who wrote this list didn't add one. Okay, you're right. Okay, I'll give it to you. Okay. Yeah. So, sure. I mean, but but Jay Z is my biggest problem with what you were saying. That that that's the one that's bothering me. Okay, Tupac. <laughs> I'm I'm from the West Coast, and even though Tupac's not from the West Coast, he he is a legend in the rap game from the West Coast. So I I I, Tupac, I don't have a problem with Tupac. My issue is not with Tupac. It's what you just said about Jay Z. How how do you have Jay Z over Biggie, bro? Like he literally there is no Jay-Z without Biggie. And and let's not forget this. For all you young people who probably don't even know, who are listening, Jay Z don't even know. He literally stole multiple songs, flow, rhymes, everything from Biggie. He took Biggie deal because Biggie died young and took it ran with it. And, and and people are tending to forget this because Ether Literally, Nas exposed this shit in Ether. Like, he literally laid it all out. Because jay was trying to put dirt on Nas's name, and Nas had to end his career for a year or two with Ether. And he literally laid that all out. And if you have not listened to Ether yet, you need to go listen to Ether. Like, you you, you need to, because he literally exposed Jay-Z. You stole Biggie's flow, you stole his lines, you stole everything that made him who he was, and you turned into, uh, I forgot his major album that came out um, after Biggie died. I forgot the name of the album. But he put in that album. The Blueprint. And that's how we got his career started. The, yeah, The Blueprint came
1: out. To, to, me, the maybe, blueprint. to, to me, maybe it's just because I, I, I'm getting older. I kind of relate more to the Jay-Z, the more the more mature, hustler, business type guy. You know, rather than the guy selling crack on the corner now right. when, I, when i was younger if you would have asked me this 20 years ago i might have said biggie because i mean that that was the shit, you know what i mean and, and don't get me wrong i still slap biggie you know i, I i'll play biggie all day if, if i have to but you know if i'm going lyric for lyric you know bar for bar i think to me now at my age i just i just relate more to that to what jay's talking about and you know his flow compared to what you know, what Biggie because like I said, Biggie been gone for Big Eight obviously Big Eight dropped an album
0: in twenty years because
1: he's been there. Yeah, Rest that, in peace. That, and,
0: and that's fair. Um but but my thing is too is we're talking about the goat of rappers. You know what I mean? Like that's great. But what is a rapper? A rapper is about flow of lyricism and it's about rhymes. You know, what I mean? it's about telling great stories. Tupac was a great poet and a great rapper. So he obviously had those things. Nas was a great storyteller, great You know what I mean. Right. Just one of the great storytellers of all time. So Nas is in there. Jay Z, he had the he had the flow, he had the rhymes. Like no one was fucking with him on flow and rhymes. And I think, I think under,
1: underrated is his wordplay. Like
0: like Jay's underrated wordplay. Is what his wordplay? Exactly. Like, if you if you're talking about rhymes, wordplay, and flow, no one's fucking with him. I'm sorry, no one is, especially when it comes to flow and rhymes, because as a pure rapper. That's what he was. He was a pure reverend. He And he did this off the top a lot. A lot of stories that are out there, a lot of the stories that have been out there is that he didn't have to write when he came in the studio. He was literally just sometimes, half of the time he was off the top. Yeah. Like, and who do you know that's coming off the top like he was? Like, come on, like, like Juicy, you know what I mean? Like, our, our big Papa. those are off the top songs. Right. Like, and there's stories that Puff has said himself. He's like, I don't know how that dude did it. He was coming to the studio, um, all I did was give him the beat, and he would just knock the shit out. Hey, you give, like, you,
1: you give me some bottles of Hennessy and a bunch of naked girls, and I can make a juicy drink. Hey,
0: and you get some shit flowing, too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Definitely. For real. Definitely. Let me get a. Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think, you know, I mean, obviously, all those guys are legends. You know, I think the rap game now is we're getting older, you know, it's changing a lot. Um, but shout out to these old dudes. I mean, even Jay, Nas, um, I mean, rest in peace, DMX just had an album come out. These old guys are still doing it. So, you know, I want to see if these young guys, you know, that are doing it now, are they going to still be dropping dope albums when they're 40? Who knows? Are they, right. they going to be alive with all the drugs and shit they be doing?
0: Right. And, 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 okay, while we're on the rap discussion, when it comes to these new casts. Is there anyone that you think's really dominating the game right now as, as a new cat game?
1: I don't think there's anyone out there that's legendary. I mean, there's guys I like that I like to listen to. You know, you got your J. Cole's, you got your Kendricks, um, you know, on the West Coast, you know, uh, you know, I listen to Mozzie. Um, I listen to, you know, you know, Snoop, E40 Nam. They still drop albums. You know, but as far as the young cats, I don't see anyone who's was legendary that's like oh my god i mean maybe kendrick you know maybe kendrick but again he he doesn't drop enough material i mean tupac was dropping albums two times a year you know he was putting music right out i mean these guys wait right. because i think because they got so many other ventures now with just the way the entertainment industries industry set up you're not going to make no money making a rap album
0: right you know it, it,
1: it, it could be the best rap album in the world you know you'll make no money you got to go
0: do other shit and yeah, you got to go on tours and you got to do features and, and you, you got to get into business. You know, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that a lot of these musicians or entertainers in general are just getting into. Yeah. and, uh, and, and, and they're, they're not doing just their field anymore. They're, they're venturing out. now.
1: And you can't forget the way they get paid now is, you know, ain't no one go to the store and spend $16 on an album anymore. You nope. know? So you get on Spotify or Apple music and you can play everything for a dollar, you know? So I don't know how they get paid. I don't know. I don't know what that system is like, but I know no rappers get money off drop dropping an album. No one's just becoming a millionaire like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously your sales obviously will help, but it's like you said, you're not you're not solely making money on your album. A lot of these guys, well, I know is that most of these guys make tons of more money on the shows and the bookings. Like when it comes to like Rolling Loud or their tours, um, or anything like that. They, where I think, that, uh, where I've heard where they will really be making their money.
1: Oh yeah. You got to figure a tour. I mean, you got a 20,000 seat stadium and you're charging, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 bucks a ticket. Even after you cut out, you know, all the middle pieces, that's a lot of money for one show. And if you're doing a 60 city tour,
0: that's a lot of money. That's a lot yeah, of money. I mean, yeah. When it comes to these new casts, though, even though I wasn't as big of a fan of his new album, I am a huge fan of J. Cole. The new album was a little, just a little disappointing um, because it was a little bit more mainstream than the other albums. Um, uh, (laughs) And and Kendrick Kendrick needs to stop playing and just come out with a new album. It's been four years already, bro. Like, like, what what are we waiting on? You know what I mean? You haven't released anything since 2017.
1: Right, and that—that's the issue with today. It's like, man, you are gonna wait four or five years between albums? Like, no, we need, you know, we need music constant. Good thing for Spotify, so I can go back and listen to all these old school artists whenever I want. And before I had to go on Limewire and give my computer a virus and this. And what was it? NASCAR. <laughs> LimeWire, not, the good old days. Not NASCAR. What was it called? Uh, it starts with an N. I forget. Um, I only remember Napster. using Limewire, honestly. Napster. Napster was before Napster. Limewire. Okay, there you go. Yeah. yeah. My mom would be like, "Why is this computer acting up?" And I'm like, "I got my I got my whole new Snoop Dogg album downloaded." I'm like, "I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea." But uh,
0: you're just gonna have to buy a new one, I guess. I don't know what happened.
1: Yes, sir. But um, uh, hey, I want to thank you today for joining me, Jose, on this Sunday. And um, we put a good hour, hour and a half in going back and forth. It's always good. Uh, always good to uh to have you on. Uh, I think we do uh definitely do some good shows. Let me know what you got going on in the future. You know, I'll jump on. I can jump on me and my son anytime, and um, you know, keep these connections building. Like I said, I got I got kings, uh, kings podcasters. I'm linking up with. I know you got different guys, and um, and then it's also good to get away from sports. You know, like today we talk music and just kind of just kind of break uh break away from sports and you know kind of have fun with it.
0: Oh yeah, man, most definitely. I appreciate you, man. Obviously, of course. For for having me on and you know I mean doing what we do on here, um, I, I really enjoyed today because it's it's a healthy debate. It's a debate, but it's a it's a healthy debate. Debate, you know what I mean? two individuals that respect each other and their opinions and and are allowing them to say what they got to say. But you know, at the end of the day, if we disagree, we disagree. It's all right. It's all good. All right. It's all still love. Let me get it. Um, let
1: me get, get, get it. <laughs> All right, that's Jose Ledesma. You can follow him on his podcast. Follow him on uh, social media, Jose Ledesma. Uh, Thanks again, bro. We'll see you soon. And on that, we'll cut out with some of the GOAT.
0: Appreciate that. Uh, uh, Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, the big breakdown with Jose Ledesma on all streaming platforms. All right, brother. Talk
1: to you soon. Rims and Have a top. good thing. glass inside is the realest driver. Planets in orbit, line them up with the stars. Tarot cards, you can see the Fibonacci's. I am Mike, Messiah type. Before the price, after the death, the last one left. Let my cash invest in stock. Came a long way from blasting. Text on blocks, went from Seiko to Rolex. Own the acres from the projects with no chips to large cake, though. No dimes, diamond palazzo, CFD zeros, bet my nine.